This week, I am so excited to share with you a conversation with a fellow happiness advocate. Monique Tonin is the happy guru, and she, in her work with high achieving men, helps them tune back into the power of happiness, how that can move them forward and help them get what they truly desire. I know you're going to love this episode. Enjoy. Hey there, friends. Are you looking for tools to resolve stress, reliable information to support your whole health, tips to help you motivate yourself and identify when motivation is fading before it happens, implementation, accountability, and someone to remind you to celebrate even the small successes where you could find tools you can use and accountability in a community that cheers you on where information about health trends and lifestyle is reliable and straightforward. I know that you have what it takes to up-level your health habits and restore your resilience. You just might need a boost to start building momentum. I've designed a membership where you can choose the level of support you'd like to get every month, whether it's tuning in to connect with like-minded change makers or getting personalized support with one-on-one coaching to help you chart your path to success. Check out the link for the Velocity membership at happifiedlife.com. Special pre-launch pricing is now available for premium support, but you can jump in for free if you just want to test the waters. I look forward to seeing you inside. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome back. I am so excited this week to introduce you all to the happy guru. Monique Tunin is setting a new standard for how to feel to be happy and enjoy life. Her commitment to normalize happiness on the planet, unconditionally feeling good on a soul vibration is changing the way we handle true needs and showing people how to choose quality first. As a founder and CEO at Happy Guru International, she specializes in helping ambitious men in technical driven industry fields to integrate happiness with their business using the fun formula personal, tailored one-on-one coaching, virtual and intimate nature retreats at Victoria Waterfalls and in the Cook Islands. Thank you, Monique, for joining me. I'm so excited to have this conversation today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited as well. <laughs> Let us start off with how you came to this focus, because I'm a huge happiness advocate. And I think that some people think it's a waste of time. It's not a good use of our energy. So I'm so glad to be having a meeting of the minds with you. And I'd love to hear how this came to be such a focus for you. Yes. Well, thank you. I think soft skills are very undermined in our society, right? And we don't learn them in school. Nobody teaches us how to establish good relationships. We are thrown into life and they ask us uh, to be logical, right? Because the more logical you are, the more benefits you have in this society. But I think when it comes to happiness, 
and creating the life you truly want. And if you don't know what makes you happy, how can you amplify it? And amplify, I mean, that's the initial question. What makes you happy? And a lot of people, as we all know from the Maslow theory, right, the pyramids, it says, well, the basic needs and then, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then on the top, you're going to get happy. Well, I have news for you. There is no, of course, I mean, no money. That's also a big challenge, right? I mean, that's the first trigger on your well-being. But if you getting attached to that, you're not having a clear mind. You know, if you think, oh, my God, how do I do this? And how going to pay and uh, da, 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 da. You cannot make good choices. So if you let that trigger you all the time, first of all, you're not feeling happy. You don't have a clear mind and you're panicking all the time. So you don't know what you need at this moment, first of all, and you don't know how to amplify it. And even challenges makes you create the priorities. What is the first step? I mean, Happiness is more or less progress. That's absolutely the basics. And I was a workaholic. I wanted to obey the society rules. And many of us did, right? And after the third burnout, divorcing my former husband, uh, he divorced me, actually, getting in a crisis, in an emotional crisis, that is, was six years ago, I was action-driven. I mean, I had a lot of masculine energy, right? And I see that that's a masculine energy. And whether you're a man or a woman, every human being has masculine and feminine energy, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was just a woman with a lot of masculine energy. Yeah. And that's what I figured out. And that's why I felt more relate to men because... I see more men in the action-driven energy than women. Of course, there are also women, but I've noticed if I look back in my life, I've always been around technical people. I don't know why, but I just attract them. You know, as friends, as partners, they were all engineers, technical-driven people. So that was my avatar because of the attraction, just looking back at my life, right? Mm -hmm. And men specifically, because men are like, and I was like that as well, that I need to bring money on the table. I want to protect other people. I'm a caretaker, right? I want to give everybody everything. But my needs were always on the back burner. You know, and then I was there at that moment. My husband filed for divorce just when I decided to go full time for my business. And we had big plans and creating a new future for myself. That was hard. I mean, you know, the dream was over and I had everything. You know, it looked good on the outside. Right. Right. I had a great income, great house, lovely husband, great social environment, right? Everything you thought you were working for, striving for, right? Exactly, exactly. And I was like, what was underneath, and this is the point, 
and this is where the fun formula comes from, there was a trauma beneath it. And it dictated my life, actually, because my trauma was if I don't work hard, I'm not worthy for love. Mm, I think a lot of people can probably resonate with that if they let themselves take a look. It's a hard thing to look at. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And I was like, holy moly. So, yeah, you know, because you always have to work Work on the relationship, work on this, work on that. And I'm not saying, I mean, love is actually working, but it shouldn't be in a way that you always are like, that you never can relax. I mean, come on, we're all people with mistakes and everybody has his own curriculum in that matter, right? Because when you are young, the first eight years of your life, that is when your blueprint for the rest of your life is created, right? But, and it will bring you somewhere. So all those imprints that people say to you, it will bring you somewhere. And maybe you are driven until a certain age, and then you start to feel and notice in your life that some of those habits and some of those behaviors is starting to get self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. You understand? So you're like, hmm, that's strange. I mean, this is normal for me, but that isn't normal for the other person. Right. Right? <laughs> so and how do you bring this together? Through communication. Through being authentic. Right? And if you think I'm not worthy for love, because I don't bring money to the table or I'm not uh, the provider. I'm not the one who can give. So how would you feel if you are in a position, I want to give you something and you refuse to receive it every time, every time I try to be there for you. I mean, giving is not only giving in money or in the practical thing, but also in the emotional thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm asking you to dance with me. And if you keep, yes, I mean, every opportunity when you meet people, they are actually an opportunity. Do you want to dance with me? And maybe we're going to date and maybe we're going to marry. We don't know. I mean, marry can also be a business joint venture, you know, Mm -hmm. or on the personal level, being my partner. And it's more like a metaphor. And the way you dance with each other is how good do you know each other? And if you put up something fake, they never know that they step on your toes unless you say, ouch, that was my area. So otherwise you cannot create good communication and truly long-lasting, sustainable relationships. And I always say, and you probably heard of this, and maybe your listeners as well, or the people who look at this podcast, if you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go together. And that's absolutely true. But when you want to go together, you know, you have to understand what your true needs are, but also how to create healthy boundaries. 
because the other person doesn't know where is it stop or where does the other person hurt you. Exactly, mm-hmm. unless you can tell them. Exactly. But if you don't know what makes you happy or what makes you unhappy, because it starts with most of the time, that makes me unhappy. Often we exactly know what we don't want, but we cannot, we are just focusing on this black spot, you know, no, 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 not this. (laughs) And when I ask them, you know, and also with other people in a conversation with anyone, I mean, when I speak with the bank or I always say, no, that's not possible. And no, that's not possible. And no, that's not. And then I say, okay, I know now what's not possible, but let's talk about what is possible. It's so integrated to people, right? And keep focusing on what is not possible, you know. Until that's all you can see. Exactly. And (laughs) it will amplify Mm-hmm. what you don't want. So that's why I'm saying, if you don't know what makes you happy, you cannot amplify it. And what I also said to when I talk with clients and when or new prospects, and I know it's a bold statement. If you don't know what you emotionally neglected or if you're not willing to work on your divert maintenance on your emotional level, right? Mm-hmm. you're never going to get happy because you need to harmonize yourself into and amplify what you truly want. Because a lot of people are driven by the unconscious with this trauma you created years ago and you don't know what it is. Exactly. And I love that you call it deferred maintenance. I think that's really tangible, right? Because there are things in life that we expect we have to maintain, like the car that we want to drive around and show our success. But we don't think about maintaining our own emotional balance or support or health. But nobody teaches us. Nobody does. Emotional intelligence is something we are thrown at And, you know, it's like, it's the same, and I believe that, as being a parent. Some people just don't know how to parent their children, and also on an emotional level, right? Or how to stimulate their children, right? So, and instead, what I hear a lot is, I give him money, and then he will figure it out, or she will figure out, but that's not it, Giving money is the easy way. That's not meeting emotional needs. Exactly. The children want to be stimulated by their parents. And you see the people who were stimulated by their parents and the people around them uh, seeing the positive who had those emotional intelligence are way more success than the people who didn't, you know, because they are struggling to close the gap not doing this divert maintenance. So you have to close the gap first and then you can start to amplify more and more in your life. And that's why I have this fun formula and we're going to talk about your past, what what happened, you know, the way you communicate because I can hear where people are and if their language is helping them to reach the goals or not. Of, or that they are in the self-sabotaging language 
and they try, they try, they try, and don't reach, there's no execution, right? I mean, if you say, yeah, or when I ask a man, do you love your wife or your spouse or your partner? And they say, yes, of course. Otherwise, I wasn't be with her or with him, you know? And I said, okay, and how do you show her that you love her? Did you ever ask her, do you feel my love? Oh, good question. Oh, right. No answer to that. (laughs) And then I said, let's say your wife comes home and you start flipping about uh, that she didn't, whatever, cleaned the dishwasher or whatever task she had to do. The way you say this, that is maybe a moment for argument, right? So then I say, and they say, yeah, yeah, but I love her. And I said, how does that execute to the other person, right? So what I'm trying to say is all the beliefs that people are having or convictions when they grow up is all part of this blueprint, right? And yeah, if people are not aware of this emotional neglect, and that's a bold statement, I know, you're never going to get happy, Because happiness is all about feeling good, feeling good about yourself, being healthy and being healthy. I I mean, like physical health, but also emotional health. If your body is healthy, but you're a mess, emotional level, you're not healthy, right? So, and nobody is going to say, you know, you need to take care of yourself. Only, well, maybe your mother or your father, (laughs) if you have a good relationship, right? Right. Nobody else is going to say this to you. That's what I expected, right? And then I figured out when I was, well, six years ago, I was 50. I figured out nobody's going to ask me. Nobody's going to take care of me. And that, you know, I was always, if someone cares about you, they give you space. No, they don't. You need to take the space with respect I'm not saying you have to be a jerk. That's not the purpose because acting like a jerk is going to amplify your unhappiness again. Right. And so it sounds like knowing what we want or changing the focus from what we don't want to actually tuning into what we want, which I think is a really powerful point because so many of us, that's really all we can think of is what we don't want. Yes, yes. So getting clarity on what we do, would you say that's the secret to happiness and all of this, this inner knowing or? Well, I believe in self-knowledge, right? If you don't, in that matter, I mean, I invested hugely in myself, knowing myself better and better and better, right? Circumstances are seasonal, you know, you never mm-hmm. stay in the circumstances forever, They come and they go, right? But it's the way how you react to those. And if you're panicking or not, even if it's really, really challenging, right? Or you get illness or you're in financial debt or whatever. I mean, I get it. It's hard. But if you you don't know how to be effective, that's a skill. Knowing what you need. And I'm not saying I need, and especially for men, I need sex, I need you know, a car, I need... That's all in the outside. What do you truly need in the inside? It can be such a small thing to say, don't interrupt if I talk to you. 
just allowing to say that to your partner, right? For some people, that's huge. Or they build an image like, I'm the strong guy. I will always protect you and I will, will always bring money on the table. You can rely on me. And men grow up with this image that they can't cry. They have to be strong. They have to be the protector. They have to be the provider. When men, and also women, of course, you are responsible for your own happiness. And when you are happy, this ripple effect will create your environment, right? Because you have the good energy. And people say, wow, you're so amazing. I mean, you have such a good vibe, you know? Yeah, duh, because you know how to keep yourself happy and you put healthy boundaries. And right. that's why when I say, if you don't know what you're emotionally neglected, you're never going to get happy because that is the secret to amplify your happiness in the future. It's not about shiny objects. It's not about having such a X amount on the bank. Because your feeling isn't for sale. It's about knowing yourself, knowing how to ask for help, creating healthy boundaries, be respectful, how to communicate, not feeling triggered, right? How do you cope with triggers when somebody says to you, you're a jerk or you're whatever? How do you respond to that? Especially if that's triggering some emotional neglect Absolutely. that you haven't well, yes, taken well, the time to take a look at. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, those are the ones people talk with me about, you know, because if you can reduce it and have the bigger picture and understanding where it comes from and how to release it out, your, out of your life, that's a huge revelation, right? That people, is a powerful revelation. Absolutely. Absolutely. It go. <laughs> yeah, but how, you know? <laughs> or recently I wrote a blog about rise above it. It's the same. But how? How do you do that? A lot of people are afraid to be bold because, you know, they were, maybe they think I'm arrogant. Yeah, so what? Right? If you're in the gutter, nobody says, oh, she's such a nice person. Nobody's going to say that. You need to take care of yourself. Always. Nobody's going to help you. Nobody. Only one who can help you is yourself. Yes, I think that's such an important point because I think people believe, you know, if they give on their priority of taking care of themselves, you know, other things come up, work demands, taking care of the family. Yes. And there's not enough time in the day. There's not enough bandwidth. And so yes. they let themselves not be a priority without recognizing that you can't pour from an empty cup. You have exactly. to maintain this priority yeah. Yeah. of your own well-being. Yes. Yeah. And often it's, I mean, I was having a third burnout and my divorce is, I mean, a divorce is horrible. I mean, from an emotional aspect, whether you initiate initiative or not, that's not the point, because both parties, it's horrible. And that point, and that made me creating my business as it is today, I was like, I cannot listen to my head anymore. I can only listen to my heart. And that, I mean, for a head person, I was very analytical, you know, and I was like, no, no, structure, you know. And now I'm like, 
if I feel that I am into this rational uh, mode, I take three steps back. I go to the beach, you know, I take distance. And then often after one or two days, I come with an answer or a solution, you know, because I let sink in the information, feel it in my body, and then take the next step. And then feeling happy about this progress. Right. Giving yourself the space to recognize that you've made progress. And I think that's a trap that a lot of people fall into. Thank you for that point that we try to outthink ourselves. Yes. If something isn't working, we try to think, think, think on a yeah. solution without giving ourselves the space to tune in yeah. and say, what would make us happy? Yes. So how do we switch from that doing more and making ourselves busy in order to be successful or find a solution? How do we get out of that trap? Yeah, well, that was a big, big, big challenge for me because that was my first challenge, to be honest. I felt unrestless. Doing nothing was like, <gasps> oh, what do I do? What do I do? You know, I mean, 15 years ago, I stopped smoking. It is an addiction. And that's what I say. I was a workaholic. You know, I had this habit. I created this behavior. And for me, that was my first thought, how to be lazy. And in the beginning, I was like, oh, my God, no. Right. I was like, people can say about anything, but not being lazy. You know, I was a busy bee. I was just the opposite. And, and now I say to people, how to be a lazy bee at the right time. I mean, if you say how to be a lazy bee, people think, oh, I'm uh, in whatever country, smoke weed, have a beer, you know, doing nothing on the beach. That's not what I mean. Well, the metaphor for the foundation of my business is the, the melipona bee. And the melipona bee is a bee. She lives in a special area in Mexico. And she is very picky which flower she's picking to make her honey, right? The difference between the lazy bee, the melipona bee, and the normal bee is the normal bee produces 75 liters a year, and the melipona bee delivers 17 till maximum 25 liters. But I don't know if you ever tried a melipona honey. I bought it in Mexico. And when I put one drop on my tongue and you close your eyes, you taste this sea of different flowers. Honestly, it is a great experience. And well, try normal honey. Yeah, it tastes sweet, but you know, it's not special. And that is exactly what I teach people. Understand how you understand when you need to be lazy but that is depending on what your emotional neglected because you have maybe another way or when you need to be lazy than another person right because everybody as i said has another curriculum in also in a spiritual way so if you don't understand what is going on what you neglected all those time, all those years, you need to create and make space for that to amplify your own happiness and still having a business. Maybe you have to tweak it or pivot it, 
which I did as well, you know, and then create the lifestyle you truly want. And that is how I help people. I love that. And it goes so much more. I mean, everyone has heard of go for quality over quantity, but I think that that story just so beautifully illustrates the real difference, right? How much more impact you can make. It's not about productivity. It's about what you can create. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to have to seek out some of that honey in Mexico. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's awesome. When I first get it in home, I was like, and I, everybody who comes in, I give them a drop and I said, okay, close your eyes, put out your tongue and I put a special honey on your tongue and tell me what you find. Tell me what you taste. And they all like, wow, this is wow. You know, it is truly amazing. I definitely encourage you to look it up and buy it uh, online. Not cheap. Of course not, because it's quality. It never expires. So normally, if you buy uh, honey, it expires such in X amount of time. This honey never expires, which is also why I say, if you learn this with me, this is a lifetime skill. You always will create the life you truly want, because if you know it, you cannot stop it anymore. You're good to go. Right. You know, after three months, you're good to go. If you want to go advanced and amplify it in your business and start to pivot and change, because you, when you are changed as a person, you want to change your lifestyle as well. And it's all about the obstacles and not about your vision. Keeping that vision on the horizon. I always say, Aim for the stars and land on the moon, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's your North Star. And that is, for me, I found that the hardest thing to do after my divorce, creating a new star for myself. Mm-hmm. But so the, worthwhile. Again? So worthwhile to oh, choose yes. something yes. else, to pull yourself and change that focus, uh, yes. right? And a lot yes. of people would get stuck on that because yes. I thought I knew exactly what I was working for. All yes. of my efforts have gone to this thing, yes, which we thought would make us happy instead of yes. having happiness to the front. And I think I love what you were saying too about... I say the same thing about having a new perspective. As you just said, once you have this recognition, Mm -hmm. you don't have to keep learning it. We might need a reminder because life comes up and other things pull our focus away. But I think that's really great for people to recognize that if we're willing to let go of the perceptions that we have and put our happiness as a priority, recognize that we can we can work towards this and this isn't selfish. It actually moves us forward. Yes. We've learned it. We've taken that in. Yes. It's not something we have to keep going back and reintegrating. No, it isn't like, actually more work. It's less. Yes, yes, exactly. And it's like uh, riding on a bicycle, you know? Even if you didn't uh, ride a bicycle for years, when you step on a bicycle, you know how to do bicycle, right? And with this, is the same. It's exactly the same. But you need to know how. You need to know. And I learned people how to fish themselves. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And then they've got those tools. Yes. Yes. It's a skill. 
I'm so glad that we had the opportunity to dig into some of these topics. And we didn't have much time today to talk about how people can work with you, but we will definitely have the links to your website in the show notes. Well, look me up on LinkedIn or on Facebook because I don't have a website, but I'm. if people want to work with me, find me on LinkedIn on Happy Guru or Monique Tonen. There are actually more Monique Tonens in the Netherlands, but if you look Monique Tonen, Happy Guru, you will find me. <laughs> the one that stands out in, in yeah. the tribe. Beautiful. And I love the idea. Um, I'd love to learn more about your nature retreat. So I'll definitely be tuned in myself. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today. I think that there's so many good insights and gems to take out of this conversation. So we might just have to schedule a follow-up. Okay. Well, that is awesome. And I love to schedule another topic. That's absolutely fine with me. But thank you for having me, Susie. It was a great pleasure. As you feel I'm very passionate about what I do and helping men create more happiness in their life and being a lazy bee at the right time in their business and their life. So happy to welcome them. Being in the business of happiness is a pretty stimulating game. So. Absolutely. I, <laughs> I can really agree. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. You take good care. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in today. Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. And if you found value in today's episode, make sure you subscribe to catch the next one and leave a review to help fellow pod surfers find Happified. Until next time, keep on shining.